Welcome to the Michigan Opportunity, an economic development podcast featuring candid conversations with business leaders across Michigan. You'll hear firsthand accounts from Michigan business leaders and innovators about how the state is driving job growth and business investment, supporting a thriving entrepreneurial ecosystem, building vibrant communities, and helping to attract and retain one of the most diverse and significant workforces in the nation. Hello, I'm Ed Clementi, your host today, and we're very fortunate to have Chris McInnes. She is the president of Crystal Enterprises, Inc. And why don't you tell us exactly, and welcome to the show, Chris, first, but why don't you tell us what that is? Okay. And Ed, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here and to tell you a little bit about our, our, our story, tell you a little bit about Crystal Mountain. Um, just as background, Crystal Mountain's a family-owned four-season resort. We're about 28 miles southwest of Traverse City, and we're on a lot of land. We're on about 1,500 contiguous acres. Um, over time, this uh, kind of sleepy resort community has evolved, um, and there are now about 450 residences here. And uh, about 50 families make Crystal their primary residence. Um, so we're not only just a place to play and recreate, which is fantastic, but we're also a place to call home. And as they say, live where you love to play. A uh, little bit of background, a little bit more about Crystal. Um, and I'm happy to share a little bit more about me if you're, you know, in the in the context. But in terms of Crystal, uh, we host about 300,000 visitors annually, um, and at any one time, we could have about a thousand, uh, several thousand people uh, on our campus. And the, uh, the what are the things to do? And that's really our hallmark. There are lots of facilities and activities. We started out focusing on downhill and cross-country skiing, and that's still our major our, our major activity, uh, we have two beautiful championship golf courses, uh, lodging. We can sleep up to about 1,800 people. Again, dining, uh, some beautiful dining facilities, shopping. Uh, the Crystal Spa and Fitness Center is one of my favorite places to uh, to relax. Uh, we have an alpine slide. Um one of the things that uh, really transformed Crystal in terms of summer was building an outdoor water playground. We also have a th uh, about a 33,000 foot uh, conference center and are very busy. COVID has sort of affected that, of course, but uh, we've again gotten we're busy this fall uh, hosting meeting and conferences, and we have a robust uh, uh, resort development uh, operation and. We, uh, we, we're proud to be home of uh, Michigan Legacy Art Park. So that's kind of the big, the overview. Right. And we'll, we'll get into some of those things in a few more questions. But um, I know that uh, you even told me with COVID, or at least you, you had a good season, you know, it sounded like uh, just last year or, you know, not too long ago, right? You know, it was crazy and we were so grateful, but we had a record season last year. And, you know, we uh, observed all the protocols, uh, safety protocols, as did the entire the entire ski industry. We were all pretty aligned in what we did. Um, and really, our governor, Governor Whitmer, was terrific in terms of understanding that it was healthy for people, healthy and safe 
for people to get outside um, and recreate to get fresh air. We did enforce masking um, in the lift lines, but we didn't enforce masking when you were actually coming down. What happened, um, which we hadn't anticipated, we had we if we had no idea this would happen, but we're grateful that it did because people were working remotely and learning remotely. Uh, families, you know, families could get out of the house, come up. The kids could still do their Zoom classes, and um, again, people could do whatever they needed to do work-wise, and they could either ski in the morning or the afternoon or whatever. So, not only were we busy on the weekends, but we were also busy midweek, and we were busy with so many families. And I want to say that the families were so grateful to be able to come together um, in a safe environment and also a very healthy environment. So it was the best, uh, The it was a record season for us, which we never would have anticipated. Yeah, it was an interesting year for everybody. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think that's uh, downplaying it somewhat. But you sort of, um, you grew up in Benzie County, but, you know, I think you've got an interesting story because you've you've lived on both the East Coast, you went to school on the East Coast, right? And then you lived, you and your husband lived on the West Coast too, right? Right, right. I've, 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 I've covered the East, West and Center, but yes, I'm, I'm originally from Michigan. I'm originally from Benzie County, which um, I will say is the smallest landmass county in, in, in Michigan. Um, and my parents, you know, my both my parents and my grandparents came to northern Michigan because of the lifestyle. My grandparents started orchards. Uh, this was in the early 1900s. And then my parents uh, moved to northern Michigan. My mother was raised here. My father was from Illinois. But again, they moved here because of the lifestyle. They wanted to raise their family in this beautiful environment. They wanted us to have the opportunity to uh, enjoy the gorgeous water, uh, to ski, uh, to uh, again, hike, bike, be on the rivers. And uh, certainly that was a very important part of our life. Um, Probably the piece that stuck the most with me uh, was skiing. And that has been really a theme in terms of uh, most that's that's kind of continued throughout my life. Uh, it, it determined where I was going to go to college. It needed to be co-ed. It needed to have a ski team and then there needed to be a training hill nearby. So um, I was fortunate uh, to attend and, and graduate from St. Lawrence University. Um, as part of my St. Lawrence experience, I was able to spend some time actually spend a year uh, in Austria, and I lived in Vienna, but I spent a lot of time um, in the Alps. So not only did I learn some German, but I also learned a lot about the Alps. And this really led me (laughs) to want to be in, in the ski business, make this a career. And I thought, what better way to do it than to speak German, which of course much of the ski business is at at that point was German Germanic based, um, and you know I I could speak German and I I also had this passion for skiing. Well, I got fifty percent of it right. I I was hired in the ski business, um, but it was for a Japanese ski company, so I never used my German. Um, but you worked ski, for Yamaha, right? I worked Yamaha. for Yamaha International in the sporting goods division. Uh, it was it was a 
It was a fantastic job, just fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 Sounds I, like it. You you were in the Midwest base back then, or were you in well, California I, then? I started out in the Midwest, and then they moved me uh, to to the East Coast, and I briefly lived in New York City, and that was quite an experience. And then I moved up uh, to North Jersey, um, which I very much enjoyed it enjoyed. Um, and then eventually, um, you know, eventually I moved to the West coast. Yeah, no, you've had, you've lived around all of America. That's for sure. Um, did now you and your husband both, but I know you specifically, you're on the MEDC executive committee too, right? That's correct. And you're, I know you're on some other boards, like tourism boards, I'm sure, uh, what else are you on? I think people, I know you're probably on a lot, but. Uh... Well, right. Let's talk about right now, because it's kind of fun. There are a couple, a couple of boards that I'm really, really enjoyed. And I think it, it ties nicely uh, with some of the work that um, we do on the, on the MEDC executive committee. Um, one of the boards, and this is really an advisory council that I work on, is, is uh, the Outdoor Recreation Advisory Council. And this kind of supports the Office of Outdoor Recreation Industries, which is run by Brad Garman. Um, and the Office of Outdoor Recreation Industries is a terrific investment on the part of the state to not only, um, I think, promote our tourism, uh, outdoor recreation, the tourism piece, but also the maker piece. Michigan is a maker state, and we have the opportunity uh, to uh, be a leader in making products for outdoor recreation. And in fact, we already are engaged. Uh, Two really good examples. uh, One would be shaggy skis, which are I'm not sure where shaggy skis are made, but uh, they're certainly you certainly see them all over, certainly all over North America. Um, And another, which is just down the road. So in Midland is SMI, Snowmakers International, and they would be one of the largest makers of snowmaking equipment in the world. Um, So the Office of Outdoor Recreation Industries is, you know, again, to to focus on outdoor recreation as an opportunity for economic development. And what I really like about uh, this office is it's a partnership between MEDC and the economic development piece and um, the Department of Natural Resources, uh, which of course is the stewardship um, uh, and the land use piece. Uh, So Brad, does a very, very nice job of not only connecting some of the the different elements of outdoor recreation in Michigan, but also the leaders in outdoor recreation throughout the state, um, or excuse me, throughout the throughout the country. Um, so I think this is this is a, a cool a, it's a cool factor piece, and it's a good image for Michigan as well as an opportunity for economic development. Another board that I serve on um, is called the Iron Bell Trail Foundation, and the goal of the Iron Bell and and I don't know if you're familiar with this, but uh, oh, the yes. goal, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it, you know as we would say, it's a BHAG, a big hairy audacious goal, uh, developing. Uh, you know, a trail from uh, Iron Bell on, uh, from Belle Isle uh, all the way to Ironwood. So uh, it's 2,000 miles. And that 
now is the spine. And what's happening is there are different trail systems throughout Michigan that are now uh, being developed to link to that spine. And again, I think uh, this speaks to uh, Michigan, to its outdoor uh, natural assets. Um, and uh, it, it also speaks to connecting Michigan. So that's that's a board that I'm um, active on and excited about. And I also am serving on the Traverse City Tourism, the CVB, the Traverse City Tourism Board, which uh, again, does an exceptional job of telling our story regionally and is recognized as one of the top uh, convention and visitor bureaus in the United States. So Hopefully that addresses a couple of them, Ed. Well, I think you're also president, weren't you, or chairperson for the uh, Michigan Chamber of Commerce too, right? Oh, that was, I'm going to say that was once upon a time, but <laughs> yes, I was. And it was a great honor to uh, to chair the chamber. I, I, <laughs> I was actually the first woman to chair the chamber. Um, uh, and so, so add that to, to that to that distinction. And I also um, chaired the uh, Michigan Travel Commission. And, oh, that's right. Uh, yes, yes. And I yeah. thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed doing so. And I think we did, I think we did some good work. Well, one thing I will help you out with, Shaggy is actually made in Boyne City. Okay. So it's not Thank too you. far from you. Uh, the crack research team at the MEDC pointed that out to me. You're listening to the Michigan Opportunity featuring candid conversations with Michigan business leaders on what makes Michigan a leading state to live, work, and play. Listen to more episodes at michiganbusiness.org forward slash podcast. I want to talk a little bit about, and this ties into what you were just on the one board, about your legacy park where it's sort of art and um, nature combined. Yes, absolutely. So this was uh, founded or uh by uh, David Barr, so an in internationally recognized Michigan artist. And it was founded in 1995, and this was a, a dream of his, to figure out how to put um, uh, sculpture and really construction, in uh, which sculpture is, in a very natural setting. Um, and we were extremely fortunate. I'm going to say it was serendipity that uh, kind of our Crystal Mountain and uh, Michigan Legacy came together. Um, and we lease for a dollar a year, 30 acres of really pristine land within right in the heart of Crystal Mountain. And there's a six kilometer trail system. Um, on, on where the, the sculpture is located. And each sculpture, at this point, there are 55 sculptures in the park. And each one tells a story that connects Michigan's art, history, and nature. Um, when we talk about the park, I think it, it's a really, it's a great example of, uh, of a not-for-profit, a non-profit, and a for-profit organization coming together and sharing their resources. And it, it speaks to uh, the saying, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. We very much wanted to have sculpture on our campus here at Crystal, but we needed to buy sewer pumps. And our park wanted a home and not everybody wanted 
you know, wanted wanted to give them a home, wanted to welcome them in. But the 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 stars align, uh, and this was in um, uh, 1995, uh, and it continues to be something that is very precious for both of us. And you know, I I know I told everybody they go ever, since you had talked to you about this, I've been telling everybody they should go see it now. So it's uh, I'm excited when I get a chance to go up there and check it out myself. I um, also, you know, I, I think one thing too is you're really unique, I think, in that you really are a four-season resort. There's not a lot of those, I think, that can, you know, you know, not all of Michigan can do that. So you've really figured out how to – that must have been a science just to figure that out, too. You know, it's interesting. Um, we focused on that. That has been a, kind of a, a, a strategic uh, goal of ours to round out. And we actually have about the same number of employees – in summer as we have in, in winter. Um, when we look at deploying capital, you can, in the resort business, you kind of do it two ways. You could say, I'm going to buy, we, we may invest in additional resorts. Or you can say, we're going to invest all our eggs, all our pretty scarce capital in one place, but try to create a more diversified portfolio. And that's exactly what we've done. So, you know, again, our focus is winter sports, skiing, downhill, Nordic, and all the fun stuff that goes with winter. Uh, summer, we're a summer playground in Mecca, and certainly golf is part of that. But all the water sports, our goal here is, again, to be the base camp for enjoying the wonderful uh, northern Michigan playground. But then on spring and fall, Again, we focus on our conference business and we built a significant facility, the Crystal Center, um, for specific just to host meeting and conferences. And we did that strategically because we wanted to round out the seasons and we've been able to do so. So, uh, it, you know, one other thing I, I would add there is Michigan Legacy Art Park is a wonderful asset and venue place to be in all seasons. And it's always different. It's different in the fall, it's different in the summer, it's different in the winter. Um, and spring is even more glorious, but that's a good example. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I find that really unique considering, you know, this is going to tie into your next question and maybe I got one more after that, but okay. um, what do you predict are some of the disruptors and sort of future things? Because Michigan is becoming more attractive year round, right? Right. And so how, are, how do you think that's going to be an opportunity or a disadvantage or a disruptor you think in the future? Well, you know, I, I've, it, it's a, it's a good question. And I kind of, I've, I've sort of organized, I've thought about these future trends a little bit. And one of the, one of the things that, what are we doing right now? Um, and what are we doing midterm? And maybe where, what's, what's a long-term? Right now, we're very aware that the, the earth is heating up, okay? And this means more severe rain events. And we're putting more pipe in the ground. Specifically, we're putting a 24-inch pipe that runs about a quarter of a mile to take water away from our core infra our core area infrastructure. And again, that's a project that, that started yesterday and it's in, in a specific response 
to climate change. Um, because the atmosphere is heating up, there's more, it, it retains more water. So when it rains, it rains harder. Midterm, the trends we're seeing, and we began to see that, you know, again with the pandemic, but we think that this is uh, sustainable, is that there is more demand for safe, healthy outdoor recreation. People that hadn't been doing it, uh, the surveys indicate that they're going to continue to do it. Um, and, you know, so we are continuing to invest in our campus and growing that campus. We have some new developments um, uh, on the board, on the drawing board right now, um, based on this demand. What else we're seeing, um, and I think this is very exciting, is clinically, there's um, a better understanding. We've we kind of known it intuitively, but there's a better understanding of the health benefits of being outdoors, of being outdoors in nature, of exercising outdoor in nature, and exercising with family and friends, exercising, um, you know, it, it, so that it's a social, it's a social occasion, our um, social experience. Um, so we think that that's, that's certainly good for our business because we've got the right, we're the right place to do that. But we think it's also really good for society. Long term, we really believe that Michigan's in the sweet spot. You know, and I, as, as a Michigander, I think one of the things we tend to do is we tend to be pretty humble about what, what, where we stand in the world. Um, but a study, um, and Ed, I think you're familiar with this, a study that was done by the Grovesner Group, and it was done, I think, in about 2015, 2014, but it looked at what are the most sustainable cities in, and resilient cities in the world, not just in North America, but in the world. And the Grovesner Group is one of the world's oldest and most respected property managers. But the three most sustainable cities, I think, um, resilient cities are in Canada, go figure. But Detroit ranks number 15th in the world as the most resilient city. And I think it's important, that, uh, and I'll just back up here, um, number 14 is New York City, and number, or excuse me, number, um, it, it, yeah, I think number 14 is New York City, and number 16 is San Francisco. And I'm not sure that we as Michiganders understand how blessed we are. Um, you know, we are surrounded by 20% of the world's fresh water. 50% uh, of our landmass is covered by forests, which are becoming ever more precious. Uh, we have the second most diverse crop base in the United States. Um, and I think that our growing seasons, thanks to global warming, are actually going to extend. And then we have this incredible four-season outdoor recreation campus or playground, call it what you will. Um, and this is an economic driver as well as contributing to the quality of life. Yeah, especially with that four season, you actually have something for families that really dovetail into your whole plan that you can come up as adults with families as people progress throughout every stage of life. Yeah. Um, so the last question, 
I'm afraid to uh, hear your answer, but what's your favorite place in Michigan? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I, I don't blame if you pick where I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty precious about Crystal Mountain. Um, I'm pretty precious, I'm going to say, about Bedsy County. Um, it, it starts out that it's home, but it hasn't always been home. Um, you know, my husband and I moved back here from California in 1985. We chose to make this place our home as well as our destiny, um, just as my parents did. And at some level, so did my grandparents who moved here from Pennsylvania. Um, we live in Beulah. We live um, on the bluff overlooking Crystal Lake. And every day, we are so grateful uh, for uh, the beautiful place in which we live. And we're also grateful for the wonderful people that are our friends and family. Yeah, you've obviously a lot of your employees have probably been with you a long time, too, I'm sure of it. And uh, that's probably part of your sustainable plan as well, I would guess. Yes, indeed. Well, that was a perfect answer, and I hope you keep thinking toward the future and stay in positions of leadership like you are. Once again, our guest was Chris McInnes. She's the president of Crystal Enterprises, Inc. Thanks again, Chris, for taking time to do this today. Well, Ed, thank you so much. It was fun chatting with you, and I hope we're going to take a walk in Michigan Legacy Art Park. Six kilometers. Yes, no problem. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, I got it. No, no problem. I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, thanks again. We appreciate you doing this, Chris. Thanks. The Michigan Opportunity is brought to you by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org forward slash radio to put your plans in motion.